Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this time. Thank you for your holy word as we approach your word once again. Lord, we know that you are helping us, you are teaching us, you are guiding us, and you are bringing us into victory, Lord. Hallowed be thy name. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of Jesus. We are continuing our very important series on what it means to believe with the heart. What it means to believe with the heart. How many have been blessed so far with that important message, what it means to believe with the heart? All right. If you have not been blessed, you are some way. All right. You must be blessed by the word. Once the Bible has been opened and we are reading, you must be blessed. Amen. Now, I just want to remind you that next week, before I start preaching, uh, that is this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all right, and Sunday, we are having a miracle wave. Amen. Now, I want you to make sure you are going to be around. Uh, ask the person next to you, do you normally come for miracle wave uh, services? No, ask the person. Oh, ask the person next to you, Brother Randy. Sound, please. What did they? What did they say? No. Tell the person this time. This time. This time. Lay hands on the person and say, "This time, you must be there." Amen. Amen. And you know what the Lord told me? I don't want to tell you certain things yet. But the theme of this uh, week's miracle wave is more than you can carry. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many want more than you can carry? <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright. And I know that God is going to touch your life. Listen to me. God has anointed me for you. Did you understand what I'm saying? That means that the anointing that is on my life is not for me, it's for you. It's because God wants to bless you and bless his sheep. When I went recently to one of our branch churches, I just looked at the happy congregation as they gathered around the pastor. And I realized in myself, in my spirit, that this is what God is after. He's trying to gather his sheep together under a shepherd. And to lead them and lead them and lead them from victory to victory to victory on this earth until they come eventually to be with him. Amen. So the miracle waves are part of Christianity, part of the service. They're going to be powerful miracles of healing. You get it? Apart from other miracles, 
and um, other things are going to happen. So be open in your spirit. Allow the Lord to move, to lead you, to speak to you, speak through you, and your life is never going to be the same again. How many believe that your life will not be the same again? Now somebody said, well, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so I'm going to come on Thursday and Friday. All right? Now, God told Naaman, go and dip in the water seven times. Is that not so? There was a reason for that. Because every day, every dip is different. And each dip is for a reason. So Naaman could have said, I'm going to dip in the river three times. You get it? But he would have had no miracle. So there's a reason why the Spirit has directed us to have five days of miracle waves. The Sunday evening is an anointing service starting at five o'clock. I believe by eight o'clock we would be over. And uh, you're going to be blessed. I see you blessed in Jesus' name. All right. What it means to believe with the heart. Also another announcement. Our international convention coming up next month. We have two renowned uh, speakers, ministers. One is Reverend Mosasono from Soweto, South Africa. All right. That's a powerful man of God. Now, when their church is having uh, conventions, they have it only once a year because they don't have their own church building. Um, they meet in a stadium, a mini stadium, which houses, I think, two, three, four or so basketball pitches and then a stadium, the seating all around, very high up. And you should see the place on the Sunday morning. Full. The whole pitch is full and all around full. It's fantastic. He's a really powerful man of God. God has used him to raise up the largest church in South Africa. He's flying down from Soweto, Johannesburg, and he's coming to be with us for one week, and we are going to be blessed. Amen. Amen. How many are going to be here for that powerful time? And then the other speaker is Bishop Gilbert Coleman. Amen. He's an African-American. You, you have all sorts of African-Americans coming to Ghana these days to go, and go to Cape Coast to find out whether they were slaves or whether they were, you know, from Nigeria, from Ghana, or wherever. Well, God is also bringing African-Americans to the church. Amen. There's a spiritual side of it all. Is that not so? And he's a bishop. He's an African-American. I've been to his church. He's got a mega church. And um, he oversees well over 70 churches uh, worldwide. And uh, he's a great man of God. And he's powerful. He's going to be here. Don't miss it. He's coming down with his armor bearer. And uh, it's going to be a powerful time. Hallelujah. All right. So make sure that you are here. And you will be blessed. Amen. And the Shepherd's Camp is also coming on first week in September at the University of Cape Coast. So all shepherds and all those who are desirous to be there, make sure you register. There's a special registration going on just for today. I believe it's just for today. I, I, I don't know if it's going to continue, but I think it's just for today. At the lobby, 2,000 CDs only registration. Register for the Shepherd's Camp. Now the Shepherd's Camp is very expensive. It costs us 7,500 per night per room. So if four nights and we have 1,000 people, you can imagine the cost of the shepherd's camp. But for certain reasons, we are asking you to register with only 2,000 Ghanaian CDs. How many can believe that it's a good price? All right, that's for registration. All right, there are other things, but registration, register, and then you will be there. Amen. All right, what it means to believe with the heart. Okay? Now, Romans chapter 10, verse number 9. 
and number 10. Shall we all read it together? Glory to God. Romans chapter 10 verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. All right, what it means to believe with a heart. Listen carefully. Many people, you see, when you read the Bible, uh, you will begin to think that it's some kind of book which contains fairy, fairy tales, things which are not true. Ask and you shall receive whatever you ask. I will give it to you. How many have asked for things you didn't receive? Raise your hand. I am one. I'm starting with me. After a while, you don't even believe the Bible anymore because the things are too fantastic. Fantastic. And it's like, ah, ask and you shall receive. Whatsoever you ask in my name, I will give it to you. And things like that, you know, Whatsoever things you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. These things, often, we look around in our Christian lives and we realize that they do not happen. I mean, what things soever you desire. Would you like a nice new car, Pajero? Why not? He says, why not? What things ever you desire. How many would like a new car right now to appear on the road for you right now in Jesus' name? How many would like it over there? Yeah. So ask and see whether it will happen. Most of us do not experience, sorry, most of us do not experience the things we are desirous of. And so we therefore need to do a little more study, a little more analysis, in-depth study of the word of God of the Bible to find out what the things in the Word of God are and whether they are true. We pray for things that haven't happened. We've asked God for things we haven't experienced. We all desire certain breakthroughs in our life that we haven't experienced. I mean, we've spent hours praying, kneeling and crying. And, 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 and so sometimes we wonder why, you know, is God alive? Is His Word true? And that is why I'm teaching on what it means to believe with the heart. Because the verse of the Bible is telling us here that with the heart man believeth, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thine heart that God has raised him of it, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, everybody say with the heart. With the heart man believeth. Huh? And, and with the tongue confession is made. So, so the heart is the part of you that is believing. How many can understand that? Anybody who's been up to class 3 will understand that. Now, if you look at Mark eleven twenty three, the Bible says, And whosoever, therefore I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, another of the fairy tale-like type of verses in the Bible, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in where? And shall not doubt where? In the heart, 
but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever, 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 whatsoever he saith. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Now, why is it that the mountains in our lives don't go away as fast as they seem? It's so easy. Jesus seemed to make it look so easy. How many realize that it looks easy? Irene, doesn't it look easy? Huh? When Jesus said, whosoever shall say, blah, 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 and shall not die on his heart, he shall have whatsoever he said. It's so easy. Why doesn't it happen so easily? I want to marry, pastor. I want to marry, I want a beloved. I believe in my heart that somebody shall propose to me today. Why does not it happen today? Why does it not happen? I want to have a child. I believe in my heart that I have a child. Why, do not I, why don't I have it? I want to have a car. I believe in my heart that I have a car. Why does it not happen? I'm here to tell you why it does not happen and I'm here to tell you how it can happen and I see it happening in Jesus' name. How many want it to happen in your life? It's happening, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Now, listen carefully because this is specially for you. God told me to preach this message. I'm preaching it from my heart. I'm preaching because of you. I'm not preaching because of me. I'm preaching because of you. I'm trying to to do something that will help you and bless you and take you forward and take you out of darkness into light. Listen to me. Many people are believing with their minds. And many people are believing with their bodies. Their feelings. Because man is a spirit living in a body. And all these parts affect you. Whether you like it or not. Your mind is alert. Your mind is at work. When you see things which are contrary to what you say you believe. It disturbs you. Now, you have to get to a place where you are actually believing in your heart. So I'm going to tell you two things that are not believing in the heart and one thing which is the same as believing in the heart. Do you want that? Okay, so number one, this you will know when you are believing this way that you are not believing with your heart. When you are believing according to reason. All right? Now, for instance, if I say to you, whosoever shall believe that you shall have a car waiting for you on the road in Kolegono after the service, you think about it. How is it going to happen? You get it? As you start thinking about it immediately, it starts to cancel out the faith. Immediately, how many would agree that it's difficult to believe that? Very, very difficult because, naturally speaking, it's very difficult to believe something like that because it's so contrary to your reason. And whether you like it or not, your mind is awake. If you don't have a womb, or you don't have tubes, or you cut your tubes, or tied your tubes, or they're just gone, whatever, and you have to believe that you are pregnant it's very difficult with your mind because you know that there is no way that the egg can go this way and meet the, the sperm so it's very difficult to believe and it's very difficult to believe with the mind and once it has not passed the mind barrier it cannot get into your heart that's why we struggle and struggle and things many things never go beyond the mind 
Because the mind counts out everything. But either the word of God is true or it's not true. And that is that if you believe in your heart that you can have a child against all reasoning and against all hope, it shall happen to you. If, it, if, it, if that is not true, then there is no heaven. If that is not true, there is no heaven. And there's no hell either. And, it, and it's, not, it's not important to be born again. And there's no need to be a Christian. And there's no need to go to church. If it is not true that if you believe in your heart that you have a child, really, and you really believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth and you don't have a child. If that is not true, are you listening to what I'm saying? And it is not true, and it does not happen. When you really believe in your heart, then there's no heaven. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no heaven and there's no hell. It's all an imagination. Because if there is a mistake in this part, it's very likely that there is a mistake in another part. Anybody who has been at least up to class 2 can understand what I'm saying. Is there anybody here who has gone beyond class 2? You don't have to have a large brain. Just even a normal small, small size, you can understand. If there is a mistake here, it's likely that there is a mistake here. <laughs> I am telling you something. If you believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth. And it is really the case that you believe in your heart. And you confess with your mouth. It will happen. If it doesn't happen, there is no heaven. Wow. Because it means that it's not true. Then it means that the part where Jesus also... If Jesus... No more care. Who said these things? Who said, whosoever shall believe in his heart, confess with thy mouth, shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou... Who said it? Whose words were they? Oh, nobody has a red letter. Here is a red letter. Open Mark 11. Stand up and show the whole world. Give me a microphone. Whether it was Jesus who said it or not. Mark 11 is just after Genesis. Turn to Genesis after Genesis. Okay. Mark 11. Mark 11, 23, my brother. 23. What color is it? Red. Red. Are you sure? Who said it then? Jesus Christ. Jesus, the words of Jesus are in red. Next time you are Bible, buying a Bible, buy a red letter Bible so you can always see the words of Jesus. Amen. Clap for my brother who saw uh, the red. Now, who told us the story about Lazarus who went to hell? And uh, uh, Lazarus who went to heaven, the rich man who went to hell. My brother with a red letter Bible. Find Luke. Luke chapter 16. Just turn to Genesis. After Genesis, you find Luke. Okay? Look, find Luke chapter 16. Find the story of the rich man. Here. And it came to pass. There was a certain verse 19. What color is it, brother? Red. Is it blue? Red. Is black? Red. What color? Red. Red! That means Jesus, the one telling us the same story about the man going to heaven or hell. So if Jesus is lying in part A about the fact that if you say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. He's lying about that part. Then he could have been lying about the other part. That's very serious. 
that's why I came to tell you today that the impossible situation in your life, oh, there is a banker promise that cannot be broken by anything under this earth. Surely, as soon as there is heaven and earth, as soon as there is heaven and hell, as soon as you are born again, as soon as you know God today, as soon as the Bible is the word of God, so also if you say to that mountain, be removed, and you believe in your heart, If only the thing can get to the heart. But that's the difficulty. Because you see, at the mind level, the thing will be cancelled out over. No, no, it's not possible. The, the doctor said this, that this said that, 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 that. It will be overruled, overridden several times for the thing even to get into your heart. If I come and I show you, maybe I'm a doctor so I would understand. I'll show you your lab report. Where's the lab report? Oh, lab report. Um, your blood, say urea, is high. Creatinine, high. So many other things, very high. Blood pressure, very high. We doctors, we understand what it means. It means something. What does it mean? You are dead, almost dead. <laughs> Kidney is spot. When I lay hands me, I know that. When I see that, I see your urea, blood urea, your creatinine, your blood pressure. I look in your urine, I see blood cells. I know this man's kidney is failing. He's almost dead or he's going to die or whatever. I lay my hands and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hey, shibolo, brikiba, bubu, balaba. Hey, in Jesus' name. But I've seen 25 people just like that. All of them died. <laughs> Excuse me. Minus you, you are not going to die. <laughs> but I've seen, I don't have any doctors to support me here today. I've seen the cases like that, one after the other. I prayed, or maybe I didn't even pray for them, but I just saw them on the wall, and I saw how the case ended up. I saw how it ended up. I saw how it ended up. I saw how it ended up. I saw even as I am praying. And I say you shall live and not die. In fact, by the grace of God, it's difficult. <laughs> because I've seen it before. I see somebody with cancer of the breast. Sometimes you see a young woman with cancer of the breast. And you see how the thing behaves. It's a very wild disease. Very, 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 very wild disease. Spreading to the armpits and all over the body, moving, killing. And even as I lay hands, and I've seen it happen many times. I saw them. I've seen people on the we admitted on the world. We we came to sign death certificate. Many people we admit, we also we welcome them. How are you, Mr. So and so, Mrs. So and so? The same people we write death certificate for them to go. We see them off. So as I'm even praying. Things are going through my mind. So the reality is that I never actually believe in my heart. Because even at my mind level, it's not working. How many understand what I'm talking about? Huh? Are you with me? Are you really with me? 
So the fact of the matter is that many people don't actually end up believing with their hearts. When the doctor tells you this, so people have told me, you know, that you are a doctor, so you'll be able to minister to the body and to the soul. And because you are a doctor, you can understand certain things better, and so you can also minister. Many times, rather, because I'm a doctor, it, 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 it's difficult for me to believe in my heart certain things. One day I went to pray for somebody, and uh, I just said, let me, let me look at the folder. I looked at the folder, and what I saw was somewhere. Then I looked at the person's head, and I saw something on the head. The person I was praying for, she, she put her hand on me and said, Bishop, are you afraid? <laughs> you see, she, you see what I, I was, certain things were running through my mind. She said to me, Bishop, are you afraid? She said, Bishop, I won't die. I won't die. But as I was looking at her, medically speaking, I knew that she was, she was dead. She looked, she put her hand on my knee and said, Bishop, I won't die. And as I looked at her, I said, wow. 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 What is this? So God wants to get us to the place where we are now beyond our minds and we are believing with our heart. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Many people believe with their minds. And even they cannot even believe. Even the mind cannot. Your mind has to agree. Your flesh, or they must be totally non, irrelevant for the thing to be in your heart. That's why it's not happening. But there is a way we can progress so that the faith will enter our hearts. Amen. Amen. Are you here or you've gone home? Yes. Good. Now, so faith, believing in your heart is not believing with reasons and reasonings. That's one. When you are believing with reasons and reasoning, you are not believing with your heart. The second one is with feelings. When you are believing with feelings or without feeling, you are not believing with your heart. You feel. That one is your body. It's your flesh, which is feeling. I feel that it's, going to not, it's not going to rain. Father, I believe that it's not going to rain. Then as the weather becomes cool, you say, mm, Father, I wonder whether I believe whether it's not, it's not going to rain. Then when the, when, the, when the rain clouds go away, you say, yes, Lord, my faith is working. Your faith has done nothing. It's just that the clouds went away. If the clouds had continued to come, it would have rained. Your faith has done nothing at all. So many people don't actually believe you have. Now, what is it? Let me give you a little definition. To believe with the heart, all right? And then I'm going to show you how you have believed certain things with your heart and how you can move, as if we have time. Now, to believe with your heart is, so I've told you, it's not the same. It's not believing with your reasoning. It's not believing with your reasoning. It's not believing with your feelings. Number three, it is a quiet, uh, have you got that? Calm. Are you go, have you got that? Calm and conscious belief 
without contradictory thoughts. Amen. It's a quiet and a calm unconscious belief that you have that does not have contradictory thoughts in your mind that does not have contradictory thoughts what do I mean by this if you look in the Word of God you realize that you are born again how many believe you are born again do you confess every day I'm born again I'm born, I confess I'm born again in Jesus name I believe with all my heart that I'm born again. No. Is it not a calm, quiet, unconscious belief and assurance? Another word you could use is assurance. Belief. Stroke assurance. That you have within you. Without contradictory thoughts coming to your mind. That shows that you are born again. How many here believe you are? How many believe you are really born again? If you don't believe, you are hot. You get it? You better believe that you are born again. It's by faith. So the faith by which you got saved, today you don't think about it. You don't even wake up in the morning and ask yourself, am I born again? If you do, probably you are not born again. And probably you have to settle certain things in your mind. Otherwise, your salvation is questionable. But when it gets to the point where you don't think about it, you know that if you die, you are going to heaven. You know if tomorrow you don't wake up in the morning, straight to heaven to be with the Lord. It's not something you confess. Most of the time, the things we confess are the things we don't believe. I believe I am this. That is the thing you often don't believe. You are now struggling to try to overcome doubts. I confess. I confess I have a car. I confess I have a new car. I believe with all my heart. I confess it. In Jesus' name, I declare it. I have it. You don't, you don't believe it. All these confessions will not lead to anything. You are battling the thoughts that are in your mind. You can see from your income. You can see from the way things have gone. You can see from your salary that you will never own a car in your life. And the, the thoughts are so clear in your mind. And you know that it can never happen. And so you are trying to battle those thoughts in your mind. That is what you are. So you haven't reached the point where you are believing with your heart. understand what I'm talking about but the things which are calm like I believe I've received the Holy Spirit you see I'm showing you things that you can you receive by this it's the most look the most powerful thing is to be born again next to receive the Holy Spirit to speak in tongues I believe with my heart that I am speaking in tongues. I believe with my heart that I've received the Holy Spirit. No angel has appeared to me and told me, Thou hast received the Holy Spirit on this date. No, I believe with my heart that I've received the Holy Spirit and I open my mouth. Everything that comes out, I believe. It is, and it is. And because I believe it, but I don't even think about it. I can sit in one place. I can sit on one chair for seven hours and pray only in tongues. And I often do it. I can sit at one place like that without sleeping. Like that. 
quietly. Quietly. When you look at me, the only place you have to look is my stomach to see the movement, to know whether I am asleep or I'm awake and my stomach will tell you because you see that it's all of stiffen that is the only way because you may not even see my mouth moving one time I was praying and I was praying with one of our pastors and the pastor was fast asleep and I was just praying and I was just looking at him and I prayed from our, it was about five o'clock in the afternoon and I remembered Elisha and his servant <laughs> <laughs> Someone didn't know what was happening. And I was praying from about 5 o'clock. I prayed to 7 o'clock in the I prayed until after midnight. Quietly. You not know what I'm if you came to the house, what kind of you don't know what is happening in the house. I was sitting there alert, alert, talking to God with my spirit. In the spirit. Not a single thought crosses my mind whether what I'm doing is real or it's not real or this. It is so real. It's real, 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 real. I've, I've entered the realm where I believe with my heart. As far as Holy Spirit, baptism, and speaking in tongues is concerned, I'm moving on. Come on. Look, are you getting something? I'm taking you step by step. Oh. Salvation, believe with your heart, Holy Spirit. Believe with her. I believe that I'm anointed. I believe with her. Not because you are here. I believe that I'm anointed. Oh yeah. I believe God called me. I'm sure about it. I believe he's anointed me to do several things. I believe with all my heart. I don't need to see anything to believe it. I, I, I just know. And it's not something that thoughts cross my mind. Am I anointed? Can I do it? Can I do it? That is why it is easy for me to pray for the sick. It is easier for me to pray for the sick and to ask for testimonies than it is for, to do so many other things. Because I know in my heart that God has given me an anointing for healing. You may not know that, but I know it. it's easy for me. It's very difficult for you if you are not there. <laughs> You'll be afraid. I know God called me to preach. And that's why I'm preaching. I'm standing in that anointing. I know that there's something over me like a mantle or like a, a, a cloud. There's something. If you go, I, I pray God open your eyes to see. I pray Lord open their eyes. Open their eyes. If your eye were to open, you would see certain things. The other day I was preaching. Somebody I was open, they saw the angel up there. I always move around with an angel. There are certain things I don't want to talk about. Amen. In fact, when Peter was released from prison, they thought it was his angel. People don't know about the angel that accompanies pastors and ministers. They thought it was his angel. He said his angel as a It was his angel. It was he himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here or you've gone home? Are, are you in the church? Are you in the church? This fourth service. <laughs> Salvation. Holy Spirit. Anointing. The calling. That's why it's easy for me. I believe in heaven. It's easy for me not to practice medicine. I've got classmates. Who are millionaires compared to what they would have been earning here? It's so easy for me. I know what I'm doing. I know if I die now, I know I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going for a crown. I know what I'm supposed to do because I believe in my heart. How do you get to that point where you believe with your heart? 
I know, for instance, that I'm blessed, even materially. I know, I believe with my heart that I'm a, a, a billionaire. Amen. Hey. Why should a pastor say that? Many years ago, when I was learning how to, I didn't have a signature. I was learning how to, I was trying to develop a signature. I, I would do something, and I would do something else, and I would do something else, and do something else. And one day, I did something, and I did something else, and I put a dot somewhere. And then somebody saw and said, what are you doing? I said, that is the signature of a millionaire. So I don't even confess it now. It's part of me. I just believe that I'm blessed. I don't have to see it. I don't, I don't, have, a million, I don't have a million. I don't have all those things, but I believe it. And I'm, I'm all. And there's a lot of things I will say for you to get annoyed. <laughs> but now let's talk about your baby. Let's talk about your child. Let's talk about your marriage. Let's talk about what you need. Let's talk about your home. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about all these things. How can we get to the point where we believe with our hearts about those things that we desire so much and it will happen to us? Because if it doesn't happen, the Bible is not correct. But it's correct. And that's why, you you know what? This particular message here, I, I don't know about you, but if I was you, I wouldn't joke with the tape. I would get the tape and listen. It's not... Something, it's for you. God told me to preach it. As I'm preaching, sometimes people say, what am I, 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 I am preaching for you. Amen. How can we get that point? Where now, we don't even think about it. We become calm. Unconscious. Like for instance, my brother, stand to your feet. Sit down. Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. Sit down. What is this man doing? He's exercising his body. And what else is he exercising? His faith in what? In the chair. He has a lot of... Brother, stand up. Do you believe in the chair? Yes. You, you believe in it? Are thoughts occurring to you Where's my microphone? Are thoughts occurring to you that the chair will break when you sit down? No, I've never thought of it. Uh, pardon? I've never thought of it. You've never thought that the chair would break? No. Are thoughts crossing your mind? Uh, uh, even as I sit down, it, it shall not happen that I shall fall to the ground. Is, is that occurring to you? No, no, no. You, you just know that you will sit down. Yeah, I know that when I sit down, the chair will hold me firm. The chair will hold you firm? Yes. He has, he's believing in his heart <laughs> that the chair is okay. So he's okay. He's okay. But the other things which are contradicting your mind, you are not believing in your heart yet. So how can we move to the point where we believe in our heart? We just have a few more minutes. If we, our time is up, our time is up. But let's look at it. Romans chapter 10. Where's my Bible? Okay. Romans chapter 10. 
verse 17. We're going to read three verses. Romans 10, 17. Somebody is going to read it. Somebody else is going to read Mark chapter 4. Please, I'm talking to you. The one listening to me on the tape, God is using me to minister to you life, miracle, power, healing, deliverance, anointing, callings, Holy Ghost, whatever. Somebody should read Mark chapter 4 verse 24. Somebody's going to read Luke chapter 8 verse 18. We are going to read three scriptures and then we are going to be done with scripture reading for the day. Alright, who's going to read that verse there? Romans chapter 10 verse number 17. Huh? So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you, my sister. Luke chapter 8, verse 18. Somebody read it for me, please. Luke chapter 8, verse number 18. Take heed therefore, how ye hear. That's all. It's enough. How ye hear. Mark chapter 4. Underline all these verses in your Bible. How ye hear. And then he said unto them, Mark chapter 4, verse 24. Who's reading it for us? Somebody there, stand to your feet, just read it out. Okay, nobody? And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. Okay. Now, these three scriptures are telling us, Take heed how you hear, what you hear, and Romans 10, 17 is telling us, Faith comes by hearing, including faith in the heart comes by hearing. It's not only faith in the mind, but faith in the heart comes by hearing. And I could add something here and say, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And you've got to hear something until you don't think about it anymore, but it's accepted. And I'm going to show you some things which have become accepted. Now, when the Bible says, take heed how you hear, alright, everybody knows you should, be, you should take heed what you hear. Is that not so? Yeah. Everybody says, take heed what you hear. Because if you hear a bad thing, it will make you believe a bad thing. If you hear a good thing, it will make you believe a good thing. Okay, so take heed what you hear. Everybody knows that one. But take heed how you hear. How? How you hear? Now, how are the ways we hear things? Intentionally, two ways. Intentionally and unintentionally. These are the two ways how, how we hear. By, by which we get to the point where we hear things. We hear without intending to hear. And we hear unintentionally. And then the other way we hear intentionally. Things we want to hear. Alright? Now, this is very important if you want to know something believing with your heart and let me tell you i'm trying to get you to the point where you can believe with your heart about certain things and as you grow as a christian you will get to the point where you find yourself believing with your heart about certain things amen, amen. now romans 10 17 faith comes it comes it comes it comes and it keeps coming if faith came by hearing and you are hearing again, faith still comes. It didn't say faith comes by hearing once. It said faith comes by hearing. So every time you hear, you believe. So faith comes by hearing and hearing, and faith comes by hearing and continues to come by hearing, and faith continues to come by hearing and continues to come by hearing. That is why we believe certain things that are not true. 
because we hear them and we are made to believe them. Faith is coming. And it comes. And you must get to the point where you believe. Now let me tell you something. In our, in our country, there are many things we believe which they may or not, may not be true, but we have got to the point where they are believed. Is that not so? For instance, it is believed that certain tribes in our country are very good at business. Oh? They are really wild business people. Oh? Which tribe is that? Give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. What did you say? Quehus. Ashantis. 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 Which Ashanti do you know? Which Ashanti? Huh? Kumasi. Kumasi. Yeah. You know someone in Kumasi? Yeah, he's a businessman. He's a businessman in Kumasi. Have you heard that Kwehu's a good businessman? Yeah, I understand. Do you know personally any Kwehu businessman? Personally, a rich man, he very good at business. He's a businessman, but he works with SNET. He works with SNET, but he's not a businessman. Kwehu businessman? NS chemist. Huh? NS chemist. NS chemist. Kwehu businessman. Kwehu businessman. People are. Do you know any Kwehu people who are poor? Huh? Do you know any? The only ones you know are rich. Now, I'll tell you something. There are also very good gun businessmen. No, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh at our tribe, please. Don't laugh at our tribe. Don't laugh at our tribe, please. <laughs> I assume I know is a businessman, isn't he? <laughs> he makes gin, or doesn't he make gin or something like that? Yeah. And there are some very good airway businessmen. Pastor Wanyo. <laughs> and there are some good fancy businessmen too. <laughs> but we have heard over and over and personally I don't know any Kweu businessman. And maybe I know, but I don't know that I don't know that he's a Kweu businessman. I just I don't know anybody. But I I believe I've heard it so much that when I Kwehu businessman. And you know how I heard it? I didn't hear it on a tape. I heard it unintentionally. Just like the way you heard it. Casually. Casually. Whether you like it or not, without intending to you are always hearing things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
So how you hear, you may put in a tape, I'm listening to that. But when you finish listening to the tape, you go and hear something else. Something else is happening to you. Another tribe, it is said that they are mainly priests and teachers. <laughs> Have you heard of... <laughs> I mean, I've heard of that tribe. <laughs> You've not heard of the priests and teachers. Priests and teachers, which tribe is that? You don't hear that? Another tribe is said to, they, they like currently. <laughs> they like quarreling. Fighting. Who are these? The Germans. <laughs> I, see, I don't even have to mention, I don't even have to mention the name. I don't want to mention. No, I don't want to. And, and I don't want to mention, but it's like, People believe it. So when you are going to marry, I, I had a major problem when I was going to get married. I didn't know the extent, but my wife used to tell me, you know, my her mother would say, in Kramfutze, in Kramfutze, in Kramfutze. What, what, what is in Kramfutze? What are you saying? What are you saying? So I said, look, just forget what are all these things. I don't want. But as I go, I realized that it's something they believe in their heart. All the boxes of our nation come from one particular tribe. And somebody would not like her daughter to marry from that tribe. I suffered because of that. Meanwhile, I'm not a boxer too. Some people are also known for juju. Pipi Kumakati, Gamali Twenty, and your Bamba. Do you know them? When I was in school, there was somebody who was very close to me, a close friend of mine, and uh. Every time he was going to do an exam, he would say something, and he would just do something. Then he would say something. People come and get the camera twenty. And you go, "Mama, what are you saying?" When we're going to do biochemistry, or else he would say that thing. Physiology, or else he would say that thing. Medicine, or else surgery, everything. Just as he entered the door, people come and get the camera twenty. And you say when he came I said what have you been saying then he taught me said you know just just you know some we are just saying something to as just you know as if there's meanwhile it's nothing gamali 20 what is that what is what is he saying (laughs) but you see people believe and you know what? I can show you. Somebody said when Satan was cast out of heaven, he fell into that region and left his telling what he did. <laughs> now, you, when you hear this, when you hear these stories over and over and over and over and over, you believe it. But let me tell you something. The juju and the witchcraft in this Ga area, you have no idea. 
the type of witchcraft. Go to Axim. Go to the Ashantis. Go to the Ashanti area. Go to the different, the north. Oh. Winneba. Whenever one day I had I read in the newspaper, they had beheaded about 13 market women. They had removed all their heads in the bus. Whenever. They don't say people come and get money 20, but they also remove heads. So I'm trying to say that we have get to the point where people believe it. One of our churchmen, he went to rent a house. When he mentioned the tribe, the landlord changed his mind. Oh yeah, the landlord said, no, no. If you come from this tribe, I will never rent my house to you. Never. I'll not tell you the tribe. He said, if you are from this tribe, bring my key. I don't like the contract. Bring, bring the house. People believe with their hearts these things that they have heard. How did they hear? From preaching? No. Just talking. Casual. Those are the things you are believing. Not the ones you are saying, I believe, I, I believe, I, I Those are not the, the ones that you are believing in your heart. Casual. Coming. Unintentional. Without knowing. That is why if you want to believe something with your heart, you have to know that you are hearing intentionally and unintentionally. I believe that if my wife had not married me, she would have missed a major blessing. She would have missed a major blessing. But they believe in their heart. And every time my mother-in-law says, why do I keep on saying this? Why do I keep on saying this? I say, but you said it. Because you believe the things so much, so strong, more than even things in the Bible. Amen. Amen. And I'm just trying to tell you that people have created various impressions, ideas. Those are the things that they believe. Those are what they believe. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me today? Yeah. So if you want to believe something, you must take heed to hear intentionally and unintentionally. Now, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. How to get things into your heart. My son. Verse 23. It says, Keep thy, thy what? Thy what? Protect your heart. Amen. Amen. With all diligence. Protect your heart. Church. Church. Protect your heart. From the things you hear. Look. I was telling some friends. I was saying that this program I will not go because I will meet certain people there. I won't go there. I don't want to meet them. Because when I meet them, they will say certain things. It would affect my heart. I won't go there. And I, I don't even want to meet them. There are some people, if I see them coming from the south, I'll try and go north. 
Oh yeah. Because I don't want my spirit to be contaminated. Because whether you like it or not, when people say things and chat and people laugh and make certain comments and remarks, it affects your heart. You end up believing it. And that's why the Bible says, keep, 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 keep thy heart, thy heart with more diligence. Some of the things I was telling you about these tribes and whatnot. People believe, some people believe black people are, people think half castes. Half castes are bad. How many have heard it before? How many have heard before that half castes are bad? How many have thought so? I mean, except me, you've thought so. In, raise up your right hand. Raise up your right hand. Raise up, yeah. Yeah. Because you've heard it and you believe these things more than the things you are reading in your Bible. Because you've heard them and they have entered you unconsciously. I'm telling you, believing with your heart is believing unconsciously. Calmly. I gave you the definition. What does it mean? Unconscious, calm, quiet, belief or assurance without contradictory thoughts. So quietly in your heart you believe that have cast out. That is why when I went to propose to my not even to propose, but even to make friends with my wife, my her father was against the idea. He took her away, tried to oppose various things. Because he saw me, as soon as he saw the picture of me, I mean, as soon as he saw me, he saw so many bad things. He saw his daughter just running into. But I'm not like that. Am I like that? Yeah, I'm not like that. So you've got a picture and you believe in your heart. You believe with all your heart that that is the case, but that's not the case. That's why I say you may think that queer people are good business, but you may meet a lot of poor and some of them who don't know how to be there. You may meet a gun man who is very good at business. Yeah. Are you a gun man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we believe those things more than we believe the Bible. How many realize that it seems that we believe those things more than the things that are in the Bible? Raise up your hand. How many will agree with me? Please raise your hand if you agree with me. That we believe some of this is more than the things we are reading in the Bible. So it means that the unintentional ones are more powerful than the intentional ones. Hey, listen to that all. That means that your friends affect you more than your pastor affects you. That means that your chatting affects you more than the preaching. Hey, these are powerful statements. You should write them down. Your chatting affects you more than the preaching affects you. Your casual talk, it affects you more. That is why when you move with people who love money and like money, you become like that. Keep thy heart. Keep thy heart. Keep thy heart. Keep thy heart. Protect your heart. I don't want to move around with people who are of a certain spirit at all. In fact, I have decided, even as uh, 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 what do you call it? Certain people, you realize in the Bible, Abraham said, you go here, I'll go here. I've realized that it's better so that your spirit will not be contaminated. And you can maintain a good heart and a good flow. Amen. Amen. How many agree that it's a good, it's a good idea? Yeah. Certain people, they don't need to be your friends at all. Because the person will be talking and say, you know, I got my shoe from London and uh, he took me there. And, you know, uh, have you seen the shoe that I'm wearing? Charlie, it's wild though. They said, now, won't you also go to London? Hey, anyway, uh, Brother James is coming uh, today and uh, he has been also worrying me that he wants to buy a shoe for me so that he'll take me to London. And then when I go to London, uh, I'll be able to also 
you know, being a sporting nicery and then when I come to the church, things will be better for me in a certain way. Yes. Yes. As you hear that over and over, it's not preaching. You begin to say that after all, look at Sister Araba Lucy. She went with that boy to London. He bought nice clothes for her. She slept with him and nothing happened. She didn't become pregnant. She came to the church and one of the pastors saw her, proposed to her, and now she's married to the pastor. So if Araba Lucy has been able to prevail, and Araba Lucy herself has told me, if you want nice clothes for people to see you, there is a way that seemeth right that you must pass. As you hear this over, do you think you will not be under pressure? You'll be under pressure. With your one red dress that you bring to church every Sunday, you will be under pressure to change it. And gradually it will affect you. Gradually it will affect you. Keep your heart. 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 Protect 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 your heart. Listen to me. When I analyze some of these things that people were saying about different tribes, when I analyze it, at first I must be honest with you, I had never heard all this. It was because of my getting to a relationship that I began to first hear of such things. Of course, my mother is not from here. She never said anything about this or this or that. I never heard of any such thing. Then I began to hear. Then I began to analyze. And for each one of those things, I could see that it was not true. But that is what people believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Each one, to me, is not true. There may be a trend, but it's not true. That's right. You say half-caste, but I can show you other half-caste pastors. Maybe you don't know them. But I can mention names of half-caste boys. The mother is German, the father is a Ghanaian. Pastors. Pastors preaching ministry, men of integrity. But you will see a person who is a half-caste, this guy is some way. You've ruled him out. So I'm trying to tell you, keep your heart. Keep your heart. Now, just ending, to end, because I think today we've just finished the series. <laughs> Two minutes. Listen. Protect your heart. Number one. I'm going to show you certain things you must close to protect your heart. Number one. Your interests. What you, what you are interested in. You see, what you are interested in is what is going into your heart. Amen. If you are interested in church, church is going into your heart. If you are interested in hockey, hockey is going into your heart. If you are interested in God, God is going. If you are interested in money, number two, what you admire. The things you admire are the things that are going into your heart. The things, I'm telling you, the things that are going into your heart, they go straight directly because there is a channel of admiration. There is a road of admiration that enters your heart. What you admire goes to your heart. I have admired men of God and the things that those men of God carry have gone straight into my heart. Admire miracles. Miracles will come into your heart. Be interested in miracles. It will happen to you. Number three. What you think about is obvious. Your thoughts. Your admirations. Amen. Amen. Have you got your desires? The next one, your discussions. Your discussions. Your discussions are things that are going into your heart because your heart is not guarded at all. 
when I was going to get married, suddenly, just before I got married, I began to see all the pastors who were married who didn't have children. I saw one big pastor in Nigeria who was married, didn't have a child. One pastor in Ghana who was married, didn't have a child. One pastor here who didn't have a child. And the devil, the devil started to talk to me. Do you see? Do you see how it is? This is you. <laughs> he has started to minister to you. Now, you can start, I can also show you pastors who have been married for 11 years, who had a child after 11 years. I have, I have examples now of pastors where people have been married for years and then they had a child. Choose. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. I know somebody who was in the church for a long time and she didn't marry. I can show you people who were in the church for a long time and then they got married. Choose. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. I know people who died early. Keith Green. I love his music. If you listen to his music, you love it. Keith Green. He died. He was 28 years old. He took off in a plane. Two minutes later, he crashed. He was with eight people. Two of his children. He left his wife who was pregnant and one little child. And they took off eight people in a plane. Little engine, little plane. As soon as they got up, when you go to the place where they are, they'll show you where he crashed where the plane crashed, and so on. They show you where he's buried, etc. I can show you pastors who got into sin, who fell into trouble. People who died at the age of 35, Jacko and others. People who got into all sorts of troubles. But I can also show you, show you people who have survived. Oh. I'll show you people who have made it. I'll show you pastors who, who the pastors who divorced. I'll give you a long list. I don't want to mention their name, but I can give you one, two, three, four, five. They just come to my mind immediately. Big time ministers. Big time. Who divorced? Why do I want to think about that? Let me think of pastors who didn't divorce. That's why, that's why, I, think of, that's why I think of Papa Hagen. I think of Papa Hagen. He lasted out today and he was 83. He's 83 years old. He's lasting. Why shouldn't I rather think of people who, do, who didn't divorce? Why should I think of people who divorce? Let me rather focus my thoughts. Philippians 4 8. Whatsoever things are lovely, this, 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 that, honest, good report, whatever, whatever, whatever. Think. 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 You start thinking about bad things, those things will go into your heart. I've not preached, I've not finished preaching. I've not, I'm, I'm, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I am ministering to hearts today. I am ministering to your heart today because God is trying to force a miracle into your life in Jesus name the things you admire admire don't admire people who didn't make it the next one your music music your music it gives it it it, it affects your mood it affects your thoughts it affects how you flow see keep your heart keep your heart keep your heart please I'm talking about your heart you know you can have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please. I'm talking about real miracles here. I'm talking about blessings from God. Keep your heart. Admire. Yeah, there's everything. There's a bad one. 
<laughs> for everything, there's a bad one and a good one. Think about the good one. Choose the good one. Sheba, Shebala, Bredalabala. You see, those words I just spoke, I don't, have, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't need to believe. I believe. I am speaking a language. When I minister, I know. You see, certain things are happening here. Two, week, two, three weeks ago, I was preaching in Kumasi. Pastor called me and he told me, he said, that, look, after the service, about five different people came up with testimonies. As I was preaching, fire was, was burning them in their, in their seat. Different things were happening to them. Just ordinary preaching. Things are happening now. When I say things are happening now, I'm speaking from my heart. And when I believe something in my heart and I say it, it's real. Hmm. <laughs> preaching. You're preaching. What preaching you listen to? Preaching. The next one, your news. Preaching. That's why you need to buy the tapes over and over and over and over and over. The next one, your conversations. All right? Your conversations. Then the next one, what you see. What you see. He. What you see immediately sets your mind thinking. I remember recently when I was going to travel. Betty, are you with me? I began to, I was remembering the Swiss air that crashed. If you start to think that way, I was thinking about so many things. In fact, after that particular crash, it became difficult for me to travel. As I would be thinking about traveling, I said, hey, if I go and I don't return. But you see, you may say, oh, 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 oh. But when you are going to sit on the plane, you think about it. You think about it. Because it was a big plane, Swiss Air, full of people, 200 and something. They were cruising, cruising. They were moving. They began to serve food. To the point where they began to serve the pilots with food. So they went to serve. The pilots were resting. They have reached. And the pilots started to eat. Then smoke began to come. And a few weeks before, the pilot had told his wife, the worst thing that can ever happen to a plane, to a pilot, is for smoke to have come in the cockpit. As if he knew. That is the worst thing. So as I go on the plane, when I was, I look at the plane and say, hey, I am coming on you. Then we'll be taking off. I said, Lord, give your children. I remember Johnny's song. Father, help your children. Don't let them fall by the wayside. And they'll begin to serve us food. And I'll say, Some people were sitting here just like me. They came to serve them food. And I said, no. This thing is not going to help me. So I said, let me rather think of all the flights that have gone that return. And I realized that those that went and came were more than those that didn't come back. I thought of Archbishop Idahosa. He told me one time in London, he said one time I went to America and back. I came five times within two weeks. Something like that. He traveled so much. And I think, I said, ah, 
KLM has come to Ghana for the last 30 years. It goes and comes two times, three times. We said, British Airways, nothing has happened. Nothing will happen. Yes. I have to stabilize my mind. Otherwise. 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 Keep your heart, oh. Otherwise, one day you'll just be casually talking. And you say, hmm, me, I may die. Or you just be joking. You say, me, I may die. You are dead. Because, because you believe it in your heart. You didn't know that you believed in your heart. Then you said it with your mouth. It didn't say whosoever shall say a good thing. Whosoever shall say and shall not doubt. But believe that what he's saying shall happen. I knew a man, he used to have a pimple on his face here. He used to say, this is my cancer. Always, he used to joke, this is my cancer, you know, this is my cancer. He had cancer of that very place on his head. He's dead, he's a relative. Don't joke with your mouth. Don't joke with yourself. I mean, I'm tired of life. When Rebecca said that she died, Please, please. Man, I'm tired of life. I'm, 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 I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of everything. Oh, let me die. I'll just die. Let me just. Hey. And you believe it in your heart and you say with your mouth, you are finished. Your conversations. That's why you need to play. You need to play tapes all the time. Play tapes all the time. Believe. Some of you, maybe your sister died. But there are other sisters who live to be 80. Think about those ones who live to be 80 and believe that you'll be one of those who live to be 80. Listen carefully to me. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Everything you can think of, the good and the bad. Somebody dies. Sometimes the spirit in that, that killed the person moves to the next relative. I've seen it over and over. The person dies and they stand by the grave mourning and crying and sobbing. And the thing just moves from the person into the next relative. And you see it. I've seen it before. I saw one man, he died. And then I saw his brother a few years later. Exactly the same picture. On his way to the grave. Same thing. Because the spirit moves. And it comes when you're so sad and so sorrowful. One time I told my wife, she went for me. I said, stop it. Don't, don't be so sad. It's a spirit. But the Bible says sorrow. The sorrow of this world worketh death. Sometimes you're so full of... no. At a point, it's good to be sad. At a point, it begins to kill you. That's right. And that spirit that let me tell you, Kolebu is a very dangerous place to be. Very, a lot of people are dying. A lot of spirits are coming out of, 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 of people. I, I mean, sometimes working in the hospital, if you are not careful, you can contract not even a gem, but a spirit. Oh, one time, one time my pastor was telling me, no, not gems or viruses, spirits. One time my pastor was talking, he said, look, he was in the hospital, and then somebody died. And the spirit came out of the person to him. And he said, no way. No, you don't. No way. Get back. The thing was moving to him. Listen to me. I've seen this thing before. There was one lady. She was in a room. She was in a room with somebody who died. And the person who died was suffering from epilepsy. You know epilepsy? This young girl, she had never had epilepsy before. As soon as... That night, the person convulsed uh, 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 and died. Just after that, I don't know whether the next day, this young person sitting in the same room by the person developed epilepsy from nowhere. Yeah, that's right. From nowhere, I know the person. It's not I'm dreaming. The spirits, they move. Some of these places are dangerous to work. 
but God will keep you. I see him keeping you. And sometimes they know where you are. So even from the hospital, they can just move. Sometimes you see a picture and you are afraid. Spirit of fear. Think about it and think about it and think about it. One time, I became so afraid of something I saw on the wall. I went to the wall and I came back. I was so afraid. In fact, I had to sleep. You know how people drink to forget? I had to sleep in order not to be afraid. It was so terrible. I had to free myself. Keep your heart with all diligence. Listen, my friend. God wants to get some things into your heart. Your music, your songs, your discussions. What you admire, what you admire, what you like. Please, let it be a good thing. Because what you admire will come to, towards you. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. If you admire long life, you have it. Admire health, and you have it. You admire the anointing on somebody's life, you have it. You admire a man of God, you have it. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. I see God releasing blessings on you right now in Jesus' name. Shabalabalaba. How many believe you are receiving miracles? Father, thank you for miracles in the hearts of your people right now. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Please receive your miracle right now. Everybody, don't think about the person next to you. Give me a microphone, please. Don't think about the person next to you. Receive, receive your miracle right now. Father, I speak a miracle into the hearts and lives of your people like never before in the name of Jesus. Whatever breakthrough you need, believe it with your heart now. Say with your mouth, it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Let all struggles with the heart, with the mind and the reasonings end today. Show your people the way to believing with their hearts in Jesus' name. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Receive your breakthrough in Jesus' name. Receive the answer to your prayer in Jesus' name. Receive your answer to your prayer. Receive that child wherever you are. Receive that husband, that wife. Receive that marriage. Receive that breakthrough in your business. Be promoted at your workplace. Have that beloved in Jesus' name. Have it now. Take it now. Walk in it now. Let the answers come to your prayer that your joy may be full. Receive that anointing that you desire. Walk in the grace of God and the gift of God. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be Hallowed be your name. Lord and Majesty, divine, divine authority. Hallowed be, Hallowed be your name. If you are here this morning, you want to be born again, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, 
I want to pray for you. Close your eyes, everybody. You want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray for you specially. Pray for me, Pastor, before we go home. I want to give my life to God. Oh, so many hands. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up, lift it. So many hands. God bless you. Lift up your hand, lift up your hand, lift up your hand. Everywhere, I see all your hands. All those who have lifted up your hands, come to the front here, and I'm going to pray for you quickly, please, as we close. Come, 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 come. Come from wherever you are standing. Receive Jesus. Receive Jesus. Receive Jesus. Receive Jesus. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Clap for them as they come. 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 Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Clap for them as they bless you. God 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 bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's still coming. Still coming. Still coming. They're not coming. All right. All right. All right. All right. Still coming. God bless you. Still coming. Still coming. Still coming. Still coming. Still coming. Still coming. Are you coming? Are you coming? Some more coming. Some more coming. Put your hands together for them. Let there be joy in the house of the Lord. Let there be joy in the house of the Lord. Let there be joy in the house of the Lord. Where's your camera? Hallelujah. And those of you in the congregation, I want you to join me and say this prayer. Close your eyes. And those watching my television, I want to pray for you. You want to give your life to God today. You want to say, Jesus, come into my heart. I want to pray with you specially today. God is going to change your life. And your life will never be the same after today. Say this prayer with me in your home. And those of you standing right here, say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. I accept Jesus as my Savior and my Master. From today, I ask you to wash me in the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart that Jesus rose from the dead i accept him as my savior and my lord thank you father for saving my soul please write my name please write my name in the book of life from today from today i will serve you and i will follow you thank you father for saving me in jesus name Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind.